You're listening to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast, episode number six. Guys, I know it's been a little while since I've released an episode, and I'm really sorry, but keeping it real, it's been a bit crazy around here. Life has just been all over the place. My husband and I recently went away for a couple of weeks, which was so lovely, but it did throw my routines out of whack. We're also coming out of peak wedding season here in Australia and I run a wedding floral design business. So I feel like that has just consumed me the last month or two months and I'm only kind of just playing catch up now. But there are some really exciting things in the works for the podcast. I've already recorded two amazing guest interviews and have heaps more lined up and I have a whole list of podcast episode ideas, which I'm really excited to record as well. But I believe we're entering a bit of a new season. I'm excited for the next few months because my other business is kind of taking a bit of a backseat for a little while, which will give me a little bit more time to serve you guys. So I'm excited for that. Now, this episode is all about measuring different metrics within your business. Some of them are financial related, some of them aren't, but these things I really believe you need to be tracking in some form if you want to start seeing growth in your business. Now, as a business owner, you've got to get comfortable with your numbers. It's your responsibility as the business owner to track what's happening within your business. You just, you can't run an intentional business without knowing what is or isn't working. It's important that you start viewing your business as a real business. You're not running a hobby, you're running a business. So you've got to start tracking certain metrics. And I promise you, once you start, you'll be able to make far better decisions, which will lead to more growth and more results within your business. Before we dive in, I know this is a long intro, but hear me out. I did want to let you know of an upcoming coaching program, which is about to be released. The program is called Purposeful Profit. And it's been designed to help creatives take control of their numbers, create a financial plan, confidently price their services and master their sales strategy so they can make more money doing what they love. So I'm excited to tell you more about this in the coming weeks. I'll be sharing all about it on Instagram, in my VIP email. If you're not on the list, definitely get on the list. I'll pop that link in the show notes and I'm sure I'll share about it more on the podcast as well. But I'm very excited about that program. I thought I'd give you guys a little bit of a heads up because it is a little bit in line with today's episode. As I said, not everything we'll be talking about today will be financial related, but some of it is and it's definitely in line with my upcoming program, Purposeful Profit. Anyway, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode where I'm going to be sharing five metrics to track within your business. Hey, welcome to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast. My name is Sarah Luthi and I love all things marketing, money, mindset, and helping creative entrepreneurs pursue their purpose. Nothing in life or business is perfect, but I believe in the power of taking imperfect action and showing up with grace, authenticity, and intentionality. So if you're ready to imperfectly pursue your biggest goals and build a life and business you love, there is a place for you here. Okay, so the big thing that I really just want you to take out of this episode, if you only take one thing out of this episode, I want you to remember that knowing your numbers is crucial if you want to run a successful business. Knowing your numbers isn't optional, it is necessary. Whenever I begin a coaching program with a client or we're having a one-off strategy session, one of the first things I ask is, do you know what's happening within your business? Now, I know that's a bit of a 
vague question. So often I'm met with a blank stare, but when I dig a little deeper, I want to know how much money are you making? Usually the response is, um, I think around this much. (laughs) Can you relate? Each business is going to vary slightly, so the metrics will of course vary depending on your business structure and what you do, but there are certain metrics that are usually pretty consistent across different industries, and I wanted to unpack those a little. I could spend hours talking about all of the different things that you could choose to measure. You might choose to measure social media follow account. You might choose to measure your engagement rate. All of these are good things, but I've handpicked what I believe are the most five most important things that you have to start measuring. I think these five things are more important than follower growth or engagement rate or amount of likes or any of those things that we can so easily fixate on. So the first one is total revenue. Now, I know this is pretty self-explanatory, but let's unpack it a little bit. So total revenue is the amount of sales that you are making, the total amount of sales. But so many business owners don't actually track this. They don't actually know how much money their business is making. You can and you should be tracking this annually, quarterly, monthly, and possibly even weekly. If you are a shop, you have a shop front, you probably will even measure your revenue daily. But in most instances, measuring this number weekly and monthly and quarterly and of course annually is going to be really important. Bookkeeping software is going to make this a whole lot easier for you and most of these kinds of apps or programs should allow you to go back and review your past records. I've already mentioned in one of my past episodes about Xero, X-E-R-O, that's the bookkeeping software that I personally use and I absolutely love it. It makes things so easy and makes me actually want to look at my numbers. So that would be my, I guess, my other little piece of advice is to find a bookkeeping software that you actually enjoy so that you'll actually look at your numbers more consistently. Now with revenue, another important thing to understand is the kinds of revenue your business is generating. So if you are offering multiple services or products, it's really important to know where most of your money is coming from. And even going one step further and analyzing how is this equating to the amount of time or energy that you're investing into the kind of work that you do. But anyway, I can probably talk about that aspect on another episode. Okay, the second thing that I really want you to measure, the metric that I think you should be measuring on an ongoing basis is your total profit. This number is just as important, if not even more important than tracking your total revenue. This is because you could be technically making half a million dollars in revenue, but if you're spending $480,000 on expenses, that doesn't leave much profit for you. On the contrary, you could be doing 80K in revenue and only have about 20K in expenses and making more money than the half a million dollar business, if that puts it into any kind of perspective for you. It's very easy to overspend in business, and I think this is one of the most common mistakes I see business owners make, which is part of the reason I developed my upcoming coaching program to really help people understand their expenses and help them to make wise decisions when it comes to investments that they make. But it is so crucial that you are tracking your expenses and therefore the amount of profit that is left over. Number three is the amount of clients. Now, this is really important. Firstly, I think it's really important to work out how many clients do you want to or can you practically work with at any one time or in the space of a year, month or whatever time metric suits your business. 
in my floral business, this was, I dare to say, one of the only goals that I really had at the beginning, which is silly because it's not as important as tracking how much money I'm actually making. But the metric of tracking how many clients I had booked was helpful in at least having a goal that I could work towards, a benchmark of the amount of wedding clients that I wanted to work with. Now, this metric helps me now because I know that I don't want to take over a certain amount of clients per year. So, of course, I can better manage and be way more intentional with the bookings that I do take on. The same goes for my coaching business. My business coach actually helped me walk through this recently. At first, I thought it was totally realistic and totally practical to work with 20 to 30 coaching clients a year. In hindsight, I think that was really funny when I think about it, but but it was amazing having a business coach to help me create more practical and intentional goals. I mean, I could do it, but it's probably not the most effective use of my time. So now I've capped it at a much lower number and I know how many clients that I can work with at any one time if I actually want to give my best to my clients. Because I have these benchmarks, I can now track how close I am to meeting that goal. I believe it's important to track this number and not just have a rolling number in your head. It's been really fun reflecting on my own wedding business and seeing how I went from 5 to 22 to 36 to now over 50 wedding clients per year. And now moving forward, I'm shifting some things in my business and actually lowering the amount of clients that I want to serve. And I'm raising my minimum spend so that I'm actually working with clients that really align with my vision for my business. So I hope this gives you a little bit of an understanding of why this is important to track the amount of clients that you're working with. Number four is the average sale value or the average client spend. Now that you know your revenue and the amount of clients that you want to work with, it's important to track your average sale value or what I refer to as my average client spend. If you aren't a service-based entrepreneur, you'll probably refer to average sale value. So I go in and I add up all of my invoices of the clients that I've already booked and I divide that by the amount of clients so that I can easily work out my average client spend. Currently, I'm really happy with this, but I would like to increase it a little bit so I can hit my income goals and obviously take on less clients in the future. So this is why this exercise is important. You don't always want to make up your financial goal with volume. I don't think that's always the smart thing to do. So how can we be strategic with our pricing so that we work with a number of clients that feel comfortable to us, that feel good to us, so that we can serve them from a really healthy place and not burn ourselves out in the effort to hit our financial goals simply by booking more clients because we know that's not always the wisest thing. Now, I'm all about working smarter and not harder. So this is why I think this exercise is really important. Okay, and last but not least is the hours that you work each week. Now, I know this is a little bit of a funny one, but I think it's important to help you understand what is most profitable within your business. I don't believe numbers and finances are the be-all and end-all. Of course, they're very important and they're definitely good metrics to base your goals around and metrics to measure within your business. But at the end of the day, if you're making $100,000, but you're working 100 hours a week and sacrificing time with your family. I just, I don't know if that's all worth it. On a smaller scale, you might have released a new service, but you're finding that you're spending way longer on it than you realized. So maybe you need to make some adjustments in that process or raise your pricing or maybe a little bit of both. 
tracking the hours that you're working is so important because it's so easy to overwork yourself. I'll admit I am a huge culprit of this and I'm trying to get better. There are often weeks that I start work at 7.30 and I work straight through until 6pm, maybe with a quick break in the middle. And I might only be four days into the work week and I've already done over 40 hours in my business. I know that a lot of quote unquote normal jobs require this of you, but I didn't sign up to my business to have a normal job. I signed up to business for the freedom and the flexibility that it gave. On that note, I will say that there are definitely weeks that you'll have to hustle harder. I know that there was a big pendulum swing against the hustle mentality And I'm probably more in that camp because I don't believe that you should have to hustle, hustle, hustle in order to be successful. But I'm also a realist and I I do think that there are seasons where you do have to work harder, but that should mean that you will then be able to rest later. I don't believe that hustle needs to be ongoing. It doesn't need to be forever. It doesn't need to be indefinite. I think hustling for a season with a bit of an end date in mind is okay. There was one week that I worked over 70 hours in my floral business, but it made sense for that week because I had a wedding expo, so I had to buy a lot of flowers for it. So I'd organized two styled shoots in order to get content from that investment. And I also organized a branding shoot for the same reason. I had all these flowers, so it made sense for me to organize a branding shoot. So that's just an example that I worked over 70 hours that week, but it made the most sense to do it that week. Or you might be creating a course or working on a big project that is time bound. So of course, you're going to have to work harder in order to meet that goal and that's okay. But hopefully once that course is launched or that project is complete or whatever that looks like, you'll be able to make up for that over time and have a few slower weeks in the future. So just to recap, the five things that I think you should be tracking and measuring from now is number one, your total revenue. So the total amount of sales that you're making. Number two, the total profit. So this is once expenses are all taken out. What profit is left over? That is your money. What is your personal income? Number three is the amount of clients that you're working with and tracking this so that you don't burn yourself out. Number four is your average client spend. Obviously, once you know the amount of clients you're working with, once you know your total revenue, you can start working out your average client spend to help you evaluate what's happening in your business if you need to make changes and also to help you even make some financial projections for the future. And number five is tracking the time that you're working in your business. Now to close off, I'm not going to delve deep into how to track all of these things that can probably wait for another episode. Some of the actual tracking of these metrics I do share with my coaching clients, but I do hope that this episode was helpful and educational for you and at the very least inspired you to actually want to know and track your numbers more. I would love if you sent me a DM on Instagram and let me know how you found this episode. What was your biggest takeaway? What numbers are you going to start tracking in the future? Hopefully all of them, but if there's one or two that you haven't been tracking and you are committing to tracking moving forward, I would love to know. Anyway, that is it for today's episode, guys. Until next time, keep on imperfectly pursuing your purpose and I'll chat to you in the next episode. 
Hey, did you love today's episode? Be sure to subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And I would be so grateful if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This lets me know what kind of content you are loving so that I can keep creating valuable content for you in the future. It also helps this podcast to find its way to the ears of other creatives just like you. You can check out the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned in this episode or head to my website, sarahluthie.com for more information on my coaching services, as well as some cheeky freebies. Thank you so much for being here, friends. I am so grateful for you and I'm cheering you on as you imperfectly pursue your purpose.